0: Welcome to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy, author of over twenty books, businesswoman, magazine columnist, Bible teacher, international conference speaker, and Distinguished Woman of the Year from Northwood University. The Scripture says in Isaiah fifty-five eleven, "So shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth; it shall not return to me void." But it shall accomplish what I please, and it shall prosper in the thing for which I sent it. It is Samantha's desire to fulfill this scripture, encircling the earth with God's word and God-honoring music, bringing the message of Jesus and His love to you. And now, here's Samantha.
1: Welcome. Well, on this program, we are going to celebrate the most incredible supernatural event in human history. It's a time when all of creation waited breathlessly to see how God would fix the dilemma on earth, the crucifixion, and then the death of Jesus. So now it's Easter, and Jesus rose from the dead. And since that life-changing event over 2,000 years ago, nothing has ever been the same. Think about it. This event even changed our calendar. You know, this program is heard at different times and days all over the world. But I'm here to tell you, these thousands of years later, that Christ has risen. He has risen indeed. So no matter when you hear it, or where you hear it, the death and resurrection of Christ is a historical fact. It's a fact we can all rejoice in. Hallelujah! Well, the Bible tells us about the triumphant entry of Jesus through the streets of Jerusalem. But then, only five days later on Friday, Jesus is crucified. The earth was darkened at noon. The big, heavy, six-inches-thick curtain at the temple was ripped from the top down to the bottom. And then Jesus, our precious Jesus, was buried in a tomb. Oh, Saturday must have been a lonely, frightening, disillusioning day when all the hopes and dreams of the disciples were seemingly destroyed. But on Sunday morning, the women arose early and they decided to take spices to put on the body of Jesus. Now, when I hear ministers talk in a tone of surprise that the women would get up early to do this, I have to chuckle to myself. I like to get up at dawn. It's a wonderful time of day to just be quiet and spend time talking to God. So possibly, like on normal days, the women got up early. But this morning, they had a special mission in mind. They were going to the tomb. And as we've read, Jesus wasn't there. He had risen. Well, I want to play a special song for you that describes that morning. Some of the words are, Then came the morning, night turned into day, the stone was rolled away, hope rose with the dawn, then came the morning, shadows vanished before the sun, death had lost and life had won, for morning had come. Now here are the Bean family singing for you, Then Came the Morning.
2: They all walked away. Nothing to say They just lost Their dearest friend All that he'd said Now he was dead So this was The way it would end The dreams they had dreamed Were not what they seemed Now that he was dead And gone The garden, the jail The hammer, the nail How could
1: was so true death had lost and life had won and morning had come oh jesus did rise from the grave just for you because he loves you and wants to give you an eternal life with him you know sometimes i think we forget just how incredible jesus rising from the dead really was as i've researched there is no other founder of any religion that has risen from the dead and is alive only Jesus. As I've been pondering this miracle, I have to admit that I really don't understand Jesus rising from the dead in its full magnitude. So, I've decided to just accept it as a miracle. A miracle that changed the world. Probably one of the more reassuring scriptures about Jesus and his miracles was written by Dr. Luke, a disciple of Jesus. He was a Gentile, and at the beginning of his book, he explains why he wrote his book. Remember, Luke was not just some historian who wrote about Jesus hundreds of years later. No, he was there. He was a disciple of Jesus, and he experienced the ministry of Jesus. And Dr. Luke wrote in chapter 1, verses 3 and 4, this, "...having carefully investigated everything from the beginning," I also have decided to write a careful account for you, Most Honorable Theophilus, so you can be certain of the truth of everything you were taught. May I encourage you, too, to read the account of the life of Jesus in the book of Luke? Then, like Theophilus, you, too, can be certain of the things that you are taught in the Bible. But I'm wondering about you right now. Is your life in turmoil? Are you experiencing pain or maybe fear about growing older? Or are you fearful of the virus that seems to be enveloping the world? Are you lonely? Are you missing loved ones who've gone on before? No matter what you're going through, Jesus, the risen Lord, wants to be there with you, walking with you, giving you comfort. So listen to the words of this next song to give you hope. I think if Dr. Luke had written a song, I think he would have written this one. It says, He's alive and I'm forgiven. Heaven's gates are open wide. He's alive. Now, here are the Continental Singers
0: The gates and doors were barred, and all the windows fastened down. I spent
2: the night in sleeplessness and rose at every sound. Half in hopeless sorrow. Half in fear of the day, would find the soldiers breaking through to drag us all away. Just before the sunrise, I heard something at the wall. The gate began to rattle, and a voice began to call. I hurried to the window, looked down into the street, expecting swords and torches. The sound of soldiers fleeing There was no one there but Mary And so I went down to let her in John stood there beside me As she told us where she'd been She said, they moved him in the night And none of us knows where The stones rolled away And now his body isn't there and the empty tomb just the way that Mary said. But the winding sheep they wrapped in was just an empty sham. And how and where they taken me was more than I could tell. But well, something strange had happened then. Just what I didn't know. John believed a miracle. But I just turned to go. Circumstance and speculation Couldn't lift me very high Cause I'd seen them crucify him And then Then I saw him die Back inside the house again The guilt and anguish came Everything I'd promised him Just added to my shame when at last it came the choices I denied I knew his name I denied I knew, I knew his, name. his name Even if he was alive we wouldn't be the same But suddenly the air was full With strange and sweet perfume The light that came from everywhere Draw shadows from the room he stood before me with his arms held open wide, and, and I, I fell down, down on my knees and just, just called to him and cried. He raised me to my feet, and as I looked into his eyes, love was shining out from him like sunlight from the skies. Guilt and my confusion. Disappeared in sweet release Every fear I've ever had Just melted into peace
1: Well, I'm Samantha Landy, and on this program, Psalms of Hope, I'm talking about the resurrection of Jesus, the Christ, and the days following. It's really amazing to think about and to realize that over 500 people saw Jesus after he had risen, not only Mary Magdalene and the other women and the disciples and some followers on the road to Emmaus. Yes, Jesus came to them, explaining the scriptures to them. But the Bible also says that Thomas, one of the disciples, wasn't there at the beginning. And when he heard about Jesus rising from the dead, he said he wouldn't believe unless he saw Jesus and his wounds for himself. Well, eight days later, the disciples and Thomas were together again. And Thomas saw the wounds of Jesus and believed. But then Jesus said the most amazing thing. He said, Blessed are those who believe without seeing me. And that, my friends, is you and me. We haven't physically seen the wounds in the hands and feet of Jesus, yet we can still believe. However, like Thomas, you may doubt that the story of Jesus is real. But Thomas didn't stay in his doubt. He allowed Jesus to help him believe. So today, if you doubt that the story of Jesus is real, think about this. No one seems to doubt that the manuscripts called Homer's Iliad are real, as there are 643 manuscripts found in the original Greek. But, if you doubt the stories of Jesus, think about this. There are 5,500 ancient manuscripts found, also written in the original Greek. Yes, the stories of Jesus have been validated by those five thousand. 500 manuscripts in the original Greek, even more so than Homer's Eliot. Well, if you still doubt, write or email me, and I'll be blessed to share scriptures with you to help you believe. I'd love to hear from you and pray for you. Now, there's a wonderful song that I have loved since childhood. The song says, Because He Lives, I Can Face Tomorrow. Here is the Gaither Vocal Band. Sweet to hold Our newborn baby
2: And feel the pride And the joy that he gives Oh, but greater still The calm assured We can face uncertain days because he
1: it's true, because Jesus lives, we can face tomorrow, no matter what happens. Well, on this program, I've been talking about the days and weeks following the resurrection of Jesus over 2,000 years ago. They were days of miracles and incredible events. Besides the people we already talked about, Jesus appeared numerous more times. And the Bible says at one time he taught over 500 people. Well the apostle john writes in john 21:25 about the time after the resurrection of jesus he wrote jesus did many other miracles if they were all written down the whole world could not contain the books that would be written amazing this was after he rose from the dead Well, one little personal story that John writes about after the resurrection of Jesus is a day when Peter and six of the other disciples decide to go fishing. They fished all night and caught nothing. And at dawn, as they were coming in, a man on the shore shouts at them to drop their nets again. The Bible then says in John 20, verse 11, that they caught 153 large fish in the nets, and yet the nets didn't break. And when they got to shore, they found breakfast was waiting for them. It was Jesus who had shouted to them to drop their nets again. And he had fish cooking over a fire, and he broke bread and blessed it and ate breakfast with them. Another time Jesus appeared to all of the disciples, and at that time he commissioned them and us that we are to make disciples of all the nations. And then Jesus also gave us a special message of hope. He said, Be sure of this, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Yes, that assurance is for you and me also. Now, let's listen to a wonderful song about the resurrection of Jesus. It says, He's risen, hallelujah. Hear the bells ringing, singing, Christ is risen from the dead. Go tell the disciples that Jesus Christ is no longer dead. Joy to the world, He is risen. Well, now here are the Imperials singing, He is risen. Hear
3: the bells ringing, they're singing, that we can be born again. Hear the bells ringing, they're singing, Christ is risen from the No, no,
1: Jesus has risen. He has risen indeed. Hallelujah. Well, I've been talking about Easter. After the resurrection of Jesus, so many people saw him alive. In Corinthians, Paul writes, After that, he was seen by more than 500 of his followers at one time, most of whom are still alive, though some have died. You know, Paul wrote that letter to the Corinthians about 55 A.D., which was a little over 20 years after Jesus rose from the dead. So Paul possibly talked to some of those 500 people who were still alive. What an exciting opportunity for Paul that that must have been. And in another place, Paul wrote that Jesus taught 500 followers and performed so many miracles they couldn't write it all down. It wasn't just that they had a glimpse of him before he disappeared. No, he was with them, and he performed many miracles and healed them. How fabulous is that? You know, it must have been a glorious time of history. Perhaps for us, the most wonderful thing of all is that we too will see Jesus if we receive him into our heart. If you don't know Jesus as your Savior, find a pastor or someone who will pray with you to receive Jesus as your Savior and Lord. Or email me, and I'll send you a little book that I wrote about receiving Jesus, and it has a prayer that you can pray. It's also about walking with Him. It's called New Beginnings. It's my gift to you. And if you'd like a CD of this Easter program, just write or email me. And if you can send in a little gift to help keep this program on your station, I'd appreciate it so much. Since I don't have a big organization behind me to pay for the airtime to be on your station, I have to depend on you. I recently had to drop a radio station I was on for lack of funding, and don't let that happen to your station. You know, even small monthly gifts when everyone helps makes a difference. So I look forward to hearing from you. I hope you've loved thinking about all the people who saw Jesus alive after he rose from the dead. It's awesome to think about, isn't it? But remember that Jesus loves you and he died for you and rose again so that you might be in heaven with him one day. Well, this is Samantha Landy saying so long for now. My prayer is that you will choose to put your hope and trust in Jesus Risen Christ.
0: Thank you for listening to Psalms of Hope with Samantha Landy. Email her at samanthalandy.com. That's L A N D Y.com. Your gifts help to keep Psalms of Hope on your station. If you wish to write, you may do so at P.O. Box 1103, Florence, Montana, 59833, USA. To connect with Samantha, Find her on Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. That's Facebook.com forward slash The Samantha Landy. Please comment on her page and share it with others. We pray that God, the source of our faith, will give you love, joy, peace, and hope as you trust in Him.